The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Tonight's shapeshifter is Bevan Ducas. Now, Bevan is the founder and chief executive of We Group, WI Group, a platform that provides point of sale mobile transacting. And there's a huge amount happening in that industry. I was getting a bit cynical about it until I visited a food market, which I'd not been to for about 18 months and previously you had to go and you know online and up your cash withdrawal limits to go to this particular food market draw out cash and then you'd go into a food market because there are lots of little different suppliers and stuff there are no baskets or anything and if you don't take a bag with you you end up carrying a loaf of bread under your arm and maybe some nice pies in a couple of packets and then you might want a cake you might get a nice fresh juice or maybe they'll do a craft beer in the corner and the next thing you got like 18 things in your hand and now you've got to be paying for stuff and you've got to be counting out cash and handling change. It's a flipping mess. I went recently to this particular food market and they've got platforms like Snapscan, card devices produced by Yoko. And I just thought to myself, finally, the 21st century has arrived in Marketville <laughs> and it just has improved the experience fundamentally for the consumer. But for the customer, digitizing your payments gives you a record gives the tax man a record too but it gives you a record and you can properly govern what is happening in your small enterprise and as your business grows of course you will grow with those digital platforms bevan Ducasse, welcome have i described the environment i think fairly adequately in terms of at least at an entry level what is happening within the payments environment Yes. Uh, well, good evening, Bruce. Good to good to be on the show, and thanks for having me. Uh, you you have you've described the the industry quite well. Um, we we actually have rebranded from Y Group to a company called YoYo, and uh, we we are definitely in that space. And we we focus more on the rewards and loyalty uh, on the back of these payment mechanics. So we effectively help retailers and big brands like Discovery, Vitality, Vodacom. Um, you count effectively engage with their customers through rewards and loyalty and ultimately get more customers spending more and more often. But uh, you, you're quite correct. The, the world is changing in the way people pay and uh, we help people pay easier, but also get rewarded on the back of that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. I mean, do you call it yo-yo because what? There are lots of ups and downs in the world of rewards, or it just? I mean, no, I mean there, there's so many cool names in financial services. You can call yourself what you like. A yo-yo, I think, is quite cool. Yeah, well, it's actually a, it's actually a story behind that. So we uh, obviously, as you know, us from Y Group days, and about a year ago, we merged with a, a UK company called YoYo Wallet. And YoYo in the UK was doing very similar things to what we've been doing in SA. And we've come together as a as a global loyalty rewards and payment provider. And at the same time, decided to rebrand to to YoYo. And uh, obviously, I've been leading that organisation for the last year. So it's still the same business, just a new brand, but as you say, quite apt with the word yo-yo. Lots of lots of ups and downs in our journey over the last 12 years. Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back into your history in a moment, but just to find out about this rewards environment. I Yeah, I, 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 I'm deeply cynical about the rewards environment, much to many people in your industry's uh, dismay, because I just... I look at the the huge amount of admin that it takes to fully understand rewards programs and to truly engage with rewards programs. And frankly, I'm too busy. Um, I think a lot of people are too busy. And I think uh, the rewards programs, are they what they are, you know, when they're first launched, they were fabulous and you used to feel like you were getting huge value. Now it feels like the risk reward quotient has gone very much in favor of the entity providing the rewards rather than rewarding the customer. Um, is that just because I'm lazy or have I got a point? 
No, Bruce, I think you do definitely have a point. And, uh, and I think what we've seen is, as you say, reward programs either get too complicated um, or they, quite frankly, are too, too difficult for, for customers to join and uh, or you have too many. I mean, countless times I speak to people and I say, I've got so many rewards cards in my, in my wallet or I have multiple apps. And so that's something that actually as Yo-Yo, we've really tried to work hard at, at resolving and saying, how do we help customers? We know that customers want to be rewarded for being loyal. Um, whether it is being loyal at a retailer and getting rewarded on the back of that, or for example, things that work really well with us is discovery vitality, you know, being, being rewarded for being active or with Vodacom being rewarded for being a loyal customer and buying data. So, so people like to be rewarded, but to your point, they don't like to jump through a hundred hoops to get those rewards. And I think that's really where we try and innovate. And we, we know that that data is valuable. We know the power of loyalty programs for retailers and corporates to engage their customers, attract new customers, retain customers. But ultimately, the experience needs to be a delightful one for the customer. And, and that's really where we try and focus. I mean, the, the purpose of rewards is to get data. Uh, let's be honest about it and say, hold on a second. If if it was really about serving the customer, you'd simply cut your price down to what it costs, uh, the price minus the rewards. Um, and then I'd get the very best price because you're the one not offering the rewards. I get a good price. Boom. Happy cheapskate. Um, and, and off we go. Um, the the yeah. wonderful world of rewards is the most and done properly should be the most empowering tool for the company providing those rewards because that is where the customer intelligence is gathered. It's you, you have loyal customers. They've signed up with you. They've given you tons of personal information and they're letting you monitor each and every single cent they spend with you and possibly with others. Correct. And I think that's the point. You know, if you, if a retailer or a, a corporate had to give a deal or a award on every transaction, it's not going to be profitable. But I think if you're using data wisely and you can understand that you know, a huge amount of your profits come from loyal repeat customers, then, then those are the individuals you want to focus your efforts on rewarding. And, and I think that's the difference with the rewards versus just a straight discount. But we also like to say, you know, we, we, we like to bring the power of online to, to the corporates and to physical retailers. So you think about someone like Amazon, who just gets so much data and, and can target customers effectively, can bring you a great experience, not just target you to get you to spend, but also make your experience more enjoyable and more fluid. And, uh, and what we're seeing is physical retail and corporates just don't have that power available to them. So one of our passions is saying, how do we help use the data more effectively and, and get these corporates the upper hand? And we've actually just launched an SME product for small merchants who, quite frankly, are, are in the stone age compared to what happens online with these major corporates. So we, we're obviously quite excited about bringing these tools to the little guys and, and helping them attract customers and, and do the same as what's someone as powerful as Facebook and Amazon can do. I mean, does it work better than uh, do a little bit of online shopping from time to time and you go and you buy a cricket bat and the next thing you're being served cricket bats? Because obviously, because you bought one, you're going to want more cricket bats because you can never have enough cricket. I mean, for goodness sake. And uh, you just get this this endless dirge of complete misalignment with, with your needs. And you go, that's when it goes wrong. When it goes right, how, sh- how should it work, Bevan? Well, I think if I use your cricket bat analogy, as you say, if someone if someone serves you a cricket bat and you've just bought one, that's where it goes horribly wrong. And I think we've all experienced that. Um, but if you buy a cricket bat and the next time you arrive, it, it shows you a ball and pads, um, you know, then that's generally a little bit more relevant to something that you that you're looking for. So I think that's one. But but as I said earlier, if you if you're a loyal customer and you know that you are providing you spending at a retailer, um, you want to be 
dealt with differently. Uh, you know, I think we, people that get it right are people like airlines, where they they reward you, you go through tiers, and you get treated differently because you you really loyal to that airline. And I think that's that's the kind of thing that we wanted to get right in in retailer is to create an experience for customers where you engage with these brands and you feel rewarded. Um, the, again, I the, think a great example. Yeah, in the olden good. days, there was there was nothing more wonderful than boarding an aeroplane. The aeroplane is chocker block. You find, oh no, terribly sorry, could we check your boarding pass, please? And you think you're about to be chucked off because you're a bit late or whatever the case might be, and you get an upgrade. Yeah. <gasps> Best experience ever. The trouble is it spoils exactly. you. And the next five times you don't get an upgrade, you get grumpy with the brand. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> Bevan Dukas, more with him in a moment. He's the chief executive and co-founder of YoYo, taking rewards and attaching them to payments platforms. More with him in a moment. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Bevan Dukas, co-founder and chief executive at YoYo. I mean, people look at successful individuals and they look at successful companies and they think, my goodness, be an overnight success. Look at you. Um, but I don't. I think there's there's a strong argument to be made for the fact that you almost didn't make it this far, Bevan. Uh, you almost fell at the first hurdle. The startup world, and I hope you remember it, wasn't always kind or generous or compromising or accommodating. Yeah, absolutely, Bruce. It's been, uh, as you say, a lot of people look at something and think it's an overnight success, and it's actually been 12 years of lots of ups and downs and a, and a huge adventure. And, and as you say, we've had many times where we, we, we almost didn't make it. So we've had to really pull together as a team and, uh, and fortunately, and I'm very grateful to, to be where we are. Uh, as you say, not many companies get to, to the stage. Because, I mean, early stage, you were doing payment systems. I mean, that was the, the, the genesis of what you were about in those early days. But Correct. getting people to sign up, I mean, it was, a, it was before payment systems were a thing. I mean, there was Visa, there was MasterCard, but a diner's club, some American Express. Um, and that was the world. And you guys were trying to change it. And the problem with being an early mover is it's blooming hard before you, you know, first you've got to educate your market before you can serve it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think the, the, the word we coined is we were at the bleeding edge and uh, we were trying to convince <laughs> customers to, to pay with a phone. This was you know, back in 2008. Uh, so before Android and iPhone had arrived in the country and we were trying to convince customers to link a credit card to an app and pay in store. And, and as you quite correctly point What's out earlier. What's an app? I mean, 2008, what, what is an app? What is, a, what is a smartphone? What is a... No, go away. I've got a credit card. Leave me alone. I mean, that was huge resistance. Even more, you know, even more naive of us was we were trying to convince the likes of Pick and Pay and ShopRite to integrate to the startup with four people based in my flat. So we, were, we had, we had the, the, the odds stacked up against us. But aren't you grateful that you were mad? Um, you know, I, maybe it aged you, maybe it shortened your life. I don't know what it's done to you, <laughs> maybe, but it's without the madness. I don't think we ever figure out what does and doesn't work. Um, and we, we do need people who actually do challenge convention. Um, you know, and that's why you know, we look at things like Bitcoin and, and Do Dogecoin and, and others. And, you know, we can be a bit cynical about their performance in the short term, but they're sort of setting up the next revolution in, in blockchain and whatever that means. We don't know yet. And you probably didn't know what the payment system evolution would be when you started out either. Yeah, for sure. I think there's, there's, a, there's a beauty in sort of being young and naive and, and super courageous. And, you, you know, you believe that you can change the world. And, uh, and I think everyone can, but it just takes a lot longer than you, than you anticipate in the beginning. So, 
certainly you learn a lot. But I think the other thing you learn is, is through failure is almost the best place to refine. Uh, you know, you, you always start out by thinking it's going to be a straight line up and you quite quickly realize that there's going to be many, many failures and dents on the journey. But that's part of part of learning and growing. And, and I think we wouldn't be as refined as we are as a business and our products and offerings if we if we hadn't learned those lessons you know, along the way. Uh, and also, just because you get it, just because you see a future, doesn't mean that those uh, that you are talking to see that same future. Well, they may have a vested interest in not seeing the future deliberately, whatever it might be. Um, and I, I think for so many people starting out today, um, it, it's having the courage of their convictions, I suppose, to, to to stick to their ideas or to stick to their concepts or to be wise in some cases and abandon them when they know they're beaten. But often it's quite difficult to tell the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, the two points there, as you say, there's in the beginning, you're going to get a lot of no's and that's part of you know, any journey, not just the entrepreneur journey. But uh, I think it's about how do you take those no's and, and, and carry on going and being courageous in that. Uh, and then the second part is is also learning from what's not working and, and not being stubborn with that. So we've we've refined and pivoted as a business a few times and, you know, stopped certain products and, and added other products along the journey. And I think that's part of growing up is realizing when you have been wrong, uh, admitting that and, and changing course and refining. And I think that's part of you know, everyday life, not just, not just business. Bevan Ducasse, thank you. Co-founder and chief executive at YoYo.